Today on the Rita Mimi Do It Show. It's not business as usual because it's not life as usual. And because of that, this is not my normal podcast episode. Normally, after an interview, and if you didn't listen to episode 31, where I interviewed Mike Ganino about the changes that are happening in the speaking industry in light of COVID-19, I highly suggest you do. But normally, I pull out my favorite lessons from that interview and talk about them. I introduce you to a woman business owner in my She's All In segment. But those things aren't happening today because The things that are happening out in the business community right now need to be addressed. It is my job to help you get the results and the goals that you want, and that requires a different conversation today. So, I mean, let's just be honest. Things are difficult right now. It's already April, and the disruptions that came as a result of the initial COVID-19 shutdowns, well, those have turned into kind of a new permanent reality. I mean, it's really a semi-permanent reality, but that's what it is for now. And your schedule is absolutely turned upside down. You might have children and now they're all home and they need to be homeschooled. Maybe they're distance learning, but they're there and they need education and they need help and they need your computer, right? Or maybe you're just single and now you're in your house where you're normally used to being able to go out and interact with the world. And that brings with it all other kinds of challenges. And so there are new dynamics and there are new stressors. And I mean, even the way you have to exercise has to change and it's changing daily. So, you know, we're all isolated, right? When you hear this, I mean, when you hear this, you might not be anymore. But when I'm recording this, we are all kind of self-quarantining in our homes to help stop the spread of COVID-19. And yet never before have we been more connected thanks to technology. I mean, we're hearing all kinds of ways and, and creative things that people are doing to stay connected. Everything from virtual speed dating to being match made virtually. Of course, I'm talking about the dating because that's my old, you know, my old life, but um, also just through social events on uh, virtual kind of video platforms and amazing, really incredible things. But while we are more connected, we are experiencing digital overload that makes us want to disconnect. And it's a competing need that's struggling inside of us. And honestly, (laughs) we can't even digitally connect without that being stressful and without that being kind of rooted in fear with all of the articles that have come up around these platforms like Zoom and other things and their security. We are now afraid of even connecting on these. So we have navigated a lot as business owners, but we've never navigated a pandemic. And that leaves just about everything unknown, uncertain, And I know that these are two words that we're all going to hate sooner than later, but it's true. And your emotions are a roller coaster. One day you are riding high and you are feeling positive and optimistic. And then the next day you're feeling really sad and really lost and really pessimistic. And one day you're motivated and you want to do all the things. And then the next day it's like no matter what you do, you just can't get yourself to take any kind of action. And behind it all, you're worried. You're worried about money. You're worried about your kids. You're worried about your spouse. You're worried about finding love. You're worried about your parents. You're worried about going grocery shopping. You're worried about toilet paper, everything from A to Z. Like you're worried. And you try to work on your business, but you just feel tired, right? You just kind of sit there. And at the end of the day, you're just like, I'm so tired. 
Or even during the day, you, you sit down and, and you start something or you just can't really quite get into it. But it feels like there's just so much to do. But when you get to it in your business, it also feels like nothing is the right thing to do. Or it feels like, well, if I do this, is it really going to help anything? Because after all, no one's spending money right now anyway. And there's so many worries on people's mind. They're not paying attention to me. They're not paying attention to this. They've got other things to worry about. And so all of that going on, you might be tempted to take a break from your business, right? Take a break from your business for a few days, for a few weeks, a month, more. I mean... After all, you are the most important asset in your business, so you're right to prioritize you and to take care of you. And maybe when you do that, maybe when you make that decision, at first, you're feeling a little guilty because, hmm, like, maybe I should really be working on my business. But then, right, you turn to your circles for support, and those circles are Other entrepreneurs, other business owners like you, who you know from your networking world, uh, offline or online, Facebook groups. And so right now, everybody's virtual. So you turn to these circles virtually, and you're hearing the same thing, right? And you're getting the same advice from them. Like, hey, it's okay, right? Like, no shame. Total permission to not be productive, right? Total permission to not do anything right now. Like, total permission to just sit there and just sit. Like, right, I mean, you're hearing this, right? You're hearing this everywhere. I mean, I see it everywhere, right? So this is kind of the collective permission that's happening, the collective advice that's happening when you're turning to your peer groups for support. And I don't mean everywhere. I just mean overall, right, is really that no shame, permission. We're all going through this collective trauma. Let's just take this time to slow down. Let's take this time to reflect. Spend time with your family. Spend time with your friends. Like, it's okay to put your business on the back burner. It's totally fine. No shame in that, right? You don't have to do anything. So those are kind of, like, in fact, I went, before I recorded this, I went on Facebook and I counted no less than 12 posts in the two groups, just two, that I hopped on saying those exact same things. And these are in entrepreneur groups. Now, what I'm about to say may make you feel a little defensive. And I know people are always like, this is going to make you angry (laughs) or this is vulnerable, but like, this is real. I know it's going to make some people feel defensive or angry or upset. But it's my job to say it, and so I'm going to say it. If, right, if you want to run a business, now the definition of a business is that it generates a profit. (laughs) That is what separates a business from a hobby, is that it creates a profit. So if you want to own and run a profitable business, you have to show up for it, period. Now, you may not want to. Or maybe you even want to, but you just can't figure out how with all of the sudden changes that are going on and you're feeling kind of frustrated and disheartened about all of that. And that's fine. But what does not change is what has to happen. You must show up. There's no other option. There's no choice to not show up. You are part of my community because this is what you want. You are are the all-in entrepreneur, right? That's the name of my Facebook community. Women going all in to build a profitable business that supports a life that they love, right? You are all in on supporting your life, 
right? Again, that life that you love, but you're supporting it through your profitable business. That's the first part. (laughs) Women building profitable businesses to support a life that they love. So yes, it is completely okay. I mean, I truly mean this. It is completely okay if your business and being profitable in your business right now is not your priority. Absolutely. Our priorities ebb and flow. Our priorities change all the time. So if that's not your priority right now, that's completely okay. And if you want to take some time off, if you want to just not have to worry about it, if you want to sit and not have to think about it, if you want to focus your attention other places and then come back to your business later, complete permission to do that. And absolutely no shame in that choice at all. But you need to see that it's a choice. And I want you to make that choice fully informed. And that means knowing that doing that, making that choice to pull back from your business is going to impact your results. And not just now, not your immediate results. Truly, you're going to feel the impact of that choice two to three months from now, because that's the way business cycles work. What we do now ends up creating our results in about 60 to 90 days, maybe 120, right? But so over that period of time, that's where the results are really going to be felt from what you choose to do today. And so you need to realize that making the choice to pull back now is a, is bigger than just what is going to result from that right now in your day to day. And also your audience, your community, your potential clients, the, the potential members of your groups and organizations, right? This This time, with what's going on, this is when they need you the most. I mean, they are experiencing problems right now, challenges, right? I mean, we're talking about the challenges and the problems that you're experiencing. They're experiencing all of the same things and more. They're going through the same exact fears and disruptions to their schedule and their routine. And they might be encountering problems in areas that they've encountered problems in before, but also a bunch of new problems that they've never had to navigate. And they're feeling scared and they're feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling lost and they're looking. They're looking to experts and to leaders, to those that they trust and follow for their support. So your current audience, your current community, your current members, right? To them, your business is essential. That's why they're looking to you. Your business is essential to them. And if you aren't there to help them, right, if your doors aren't open to that business right now, they are going to go somewhere else. They're going to go somewhere else to somebody who is there for them right now. So absolutely, again, I truly mean this. It is totally fine to not prioritize your business. So you can make the decision to backburner your business, but I want that decision to be made as the CEO of that business, a business decision. I want it to be, I'm making this decision for my business, and here are the impacts to my business, and my business is okay with those results and those impacts versus making this from a personal decision, a personal decision from fear, a personal decision from scarcity. You know, I want you to look at the bigger view, the long-term effects, and then make the decision. But if you're sitting there right now and you're listening to me and you're like, Rita, no, I want to make money in my business. I want results in my business. 
I want to be serving and helping others in my business. This is important to me, right? My business and serving other people. If that's you, then showing up is non-negotiable. You simply don't have the choice to not show up. But it is not all or nothing when it comes to showing up. And that's kind of what you're hearing right now, right? It's like the advice. So while I said a lot of the advice out there is don't do anything, just sit and be and like don't be productive and you don't have to like make any decisions and take some time off and just like get through this, right? You're also hearing the opposite. You're hearing, no, you must do all the things for your business. And if you're not all in on your business, you know, all in is my thing, right? But my definition of all in is very different than other people's definition of all in. And I'm going to share that with you here. But you're hearing, and if you're not 100% focused on your business and, and business like normal and right here, right there, then you're not serious. And so it's, but it's not like that. <laughs> it's not all or nothing. You don't get the choice to like, stay hidden. You have to show up, right? But you do get the choice to do it differently. In fact, it's probably going to be a requirement with everything that's going on. You get the choice to show up in a way that supports you and your life in the current situation and the current environment and the current days and dynamics that you're navigating with your family, with relationships, with your health. You do get a choice to do all of this in a way that feels good and manageable for you. And because you're here, and I mean here listening to my podcast or here in my world, in my community in some way, newsletters, I mean, obviously you're listening to my podcast right now, but you know what I mean? Because you're here and because this space is for the sole purpose of helping you build a profitable business, all of the time, not just some of the time, not just when it feels easy and not just when it feels convenient, right? The purpose of this space is to help you build and run a profitable and sustainable business all the time. Then that's what we're going to talk about, how to build your business during COVID-19 and avoid burnout. And I'm going to tell you the most important things for you to do, because technically on paper, we have more personal time than we did before. Because we're not out. We're not socializing. We're not going to movies. We're not even really going shopping, at least for leisure and fun. Right there, We're not even going outside as long or as much as we used to. It's just technically on paper, yes, we have more time. But the reality is we also kind of don't because new things have come to fill up the time of what we used to do in our personal life and our business. But we do have more overwhelm because of the uncertainty, because of the unknown, because of the new and ever-changing dynamics. We just have more overwhelm. And so I'm going to tell you the most important things for you to do to allow you to focus whatever your allocated business time is on those things, those things that are going to move your business forward and allow you to show up in ways that feel good and get results. That's what we're going to talk about today. Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because, of, Rita, because of Rita, I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita business strategist, speaker, and success coach, also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and blogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show, where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest, 
and others, it'll be just you and me. Like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. Today's episode is paired with coffee. And it's not the coffee that's so much what the episode is paired with as it is the mug that I'm drinking out of. I am drinking out of my mug. Some of you may have seen it before. It's a huge mug. It's basically almost as big as my face. Now, I'm only 4'11", for people who don't know. Well, 4'11 and a half, but, you know, I'm tiny. And while I have a big forehead... I think I have I think I have a five head, right? But I have like a tiny face. So it's not like a huge, huge mug, but it's a big mug. And what it says on it is big ass mug of get shit done. Because that's how I've been feeling lately. And that mug, by the way, is from Thug Kitchen. I don't know if they sell that anymore, but um I wish it was like a cute pairing with coffee. I wish I had found a coffee that had some kind of name that really resonates with what I'm talking about. I think this is Maxwell House coffee, like in one of those big, huge bins, because we went to the store. Well, we, by we, I mean, I sent my husband (laughs) to the store and they were sold out of three things. Like they're back in stock with everything, but they're sold out of three things. They're sold out of toilet paper still, and they're sold out of ice cream, and they're sold out of coffee. So he got like the only coffee that there was. Um, So I feel like whoever lives around me at the stores that are around me, they must be my soulmates because, you know, I mean, toilet paper, but ice cream and coffee. Yes, please. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, right, it feels like the world is just completely different, right? It feels like we went to sleep one night and we woke up the next day and the world is different. And collectively, it is, right? Big picture view, the world, I mean, the world as a whole is different and it's changed for good in, I think it was two episodes ago, right? I shared with you how I believe business is changing permanently as a result of what's going on. I gave six predictions and what that means you should do for your business right now. I think all of those are still accurate and I I really suggest you listen to them, but It's not just business, right, that's going to change permanently. Everything's changing permanently. But as I look at my day, like on a day-to-day basis, and as I look at the day of my clients, the truth is right now, very little has changed. Have things changed for people? Yes. For certain people, yes. I'm not saying that this is across the board. I'm saying in my world, in my day, with my clients, with my community, Right? Not everybody in my community, but my community as a whole, very little has changed. What has changed are kids being home, if they have kids, uh, having to deal with kind of like distance learning or homeschooling, and then spouses who had jobs maybe being home where they weren't before, teleworking, um, maybe learning new tools and softwares to do it all. But what stayed the same for most people is they're still getting paid, right? The people who are sent home teleworking, like they're still getting their paycheck. My clients are still absolutely. They're signing clients right now. People are still making money right now. People are making money and people are still spending money right now. I mean, I see this personally right now in my business and so do my clients. I'm signing clients right now. My clients are actually signing more clients than they have before at various levels across their business. And But this makes sense because support is what is needed. Like I said, people are out there looking for the support that they need to navigate through all of these changes in their life. What hasn't changed is that people have problems and they need solutions. 
mean, is everyone still making money right now? No, obviously, absolutely not. Is everyone prioritizing solving whatever problems they're experiencing right now? No, absolutely not. Are things uncertain for almost everyone right now? Yes, but you can still make things happen in the middle of uncertainty. You can still make things happen in uncertain times. Will it be the easiest thing that you've ever done? No, but building a business is not the easiest thing that you've ever done. So you should not expect anything that goes along with building a business to be the easiest thing that you've ever done. Building a business is just not easy. It's going to require you doing a lot of things. It will require you taking care of yourself and at the same time, executing a business strategy that allows you to do that, right? That allows you to build your business and navigate your life. But that's always been true. That's not true just now. So even that hasn't changed, right? It's always been about solving problems that people are having and taking care of yourself while you build a business, right, that allows you to take care of yourself. Because if you start building a business that does not support the life you want, eventually that business cannot work, right? It, eventually it just fails. So that's always been true. Now, sure, the world, the economy, industries, big picture, it's changed. But what I want you to see is that in business, the core of business has not changed. People have problems. Businesses need to solve those problems. You need to communicate that you have the solution to those problems, meaning you have to show up. And right now, that means getting visible online in the online space for your audience, for your community, for potential members of your audience and community. You need to foster relationships, business being built on relationships that has not changed. You need to prioritize service over sales. It doesn't mean don't sell. It means making sure, right, that what you offer solves a problem in people's lives. And all of this needs to be done in a way that supports your life so that your business can sustain. And so nothing's changed, right? But what may need to change is how. How you're showing up. How you're operating. What your message is so that you meet people where they are now. Because remember how I said solve a problem? The problem that you're solving for them may have changed, right? So even the problem that you're solving may need to be different, meaning what you offer may need to be different or how you offer it. The tools and the way with which you distribute your offerings may have to change. How you schedule your day has to change, most likely, right? Maybe not, but that would be something that would need to change. The tools that you use for all of this and this, right, all of that, all of those things that do need to change, that's truly where the overwhelm starts kicking in. And that's why you're out there seeking advice from other entrepreneurs and you're wanting to see what are they doing? What are they doing to navigate all of this? What are they doing to pivot? What are they doing to change their message? What are they doing to solve problems? And how are they handling this? And how are they living their day? And how are they navigating the, the, the homeschool versus, right? You're looking to other people to see how they're doing it. And that's where you're hearing the advice of it's okay to do nothing. But this is why you need a mentor. <laughs> and I've said this before in other episodes, but my definition of a mentor is someone who is at the level that you want to be at or higher, truly higher, right? So that you can take on the habits that they have and make them your own so that you learn from them, right? Because they're the ones who are going to say, why are you doing that? If you just did this, then blah, 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 right? Like, so finding that mentor and really trusting them, because truthfully, 
while what we're hearing from peers, you know, the things that I've been sharing uh, that I'm hearing and reading online, all of that advice around just it's okay to do nothing right now, right? That's kind of the collective, that collective permission. It's wrong. It's wrong advice assuming that your business is a priority. So if we're making that assumption, and I am, because again, that's why you're here, because you want to build a profitable business. So assuming that your business is a priority, then that advice is wrong. The advice to not do anything. And if you dig a little deeper, what you're going to see is it's not really advice at all. It's justification, right? It makes the people saying it feel better for why they aren't taking action. It's permission for them to not feel guilty about not showing up. It's permission for them to not feel guilty around avoiding doing uncomfortable actions or making hard decisions, right? This collective permission and buying into it and stating it and restating it just serves as, okay, now I feel better about not doing it myself, right? Like if I tell other people this is what we're supposed to do and we all get on board that train, I'm going to feel better about not doing it and doing all of this hard stuff and making these hard decisions and taking uncomfortable action and still operating through uncertainty, right? I'm going to feel better about not doing it. But it's literally my job. <laughs> it's, like, it's literally my job to help you, to help you build a profitable business. So I'm not going to co-sign on that. I'm not co-signing on that thought at all. But what I will do is tell you how and what to do in a way that eliminates burnout from overwhelm, that gets you out of the fear and into action in a way that's manageable and feels good for you. Now let's let's look at overwhelm, the actual like definition of overwhelm. Where does overwhelm come from? Overwhelm comes from too much yes. Too much yes is what brings you overwhelm. So this means too much on your plate, right? Saying yes to all the opportunities, all the things, all the methods, all the ways, saying yes to the requests of others, saying yes to prioritize other people, right? Saying yes to everything that your family needs and your kids need and your friends need and just saying yes to all the suggestions that are floating out there, saying yes to all of the advice, saying yes to all of the sources of the advice, right? Overwhelm is just too much yes. But too much yes can happen by default when we don't say no to things, right? So it's not that you're affirmatively saying yes, yes, yes. It's more like you're just not saying no, right? But that's where overwhelm comes from. But overwhelm also means considering all of the things. I mean, it, it means allowing all of the possibilities, all of the thoughts about everything that are often competing with each other to take up your mental space, right? So it's allowing you to consider everything that you could do right now, whether that's build your business or not build your business or all the ways that you could build your business or all the ways that you could take care of your family or all the ways that you could uh, live your schedule or all of the things about what people are doing or aren't doing or all of the possibilities for tomorrow or all of that, right? They're all floating around up there in your head, all of these thoughts often competing and it's just taking up space. And right now, Right now, like for our discussion, during COVID-19, the first place that you are creating unnecessary overwhelm is in there, <laughs> in your mindset, in your thoughts. That's the first place that you are creating unnecessary overwhelm because it's based on what you're pulling out and making your story, making your truth, the perspective that you have on everything, or even the lack of perspective that you may have because you're not you know, even pulling from that. But those thoughts that you are choosing to have, 
those thoughts are making everything that follows harder. It's creating more challenges for you to have to navigate. Let's close our eyes and visualize something, okay? Let's close our eyes and visualize like a path in the woods, but it's a very clear path. It's like the dirt is packed down really, really well. There are no rocks. There are no obstacles on it, right? You're walking down a path in a pretty forest and there are all these trees around you, right? And you can just walk and get from point A to point B. But what you're doing with the thoughts that you choose to have, it's like you're walking and then cutting down a tree and letting the tree fall in front of you. And then you're having to climb over the tree. And then you walk a little bit more and you cut down a tree and then the tree's in front of you and you have to like navigate around it, right? Like, or you're throwing a rock and it's like in front of you. And now you have to walk around the rock. Do you see what I'm saying? So like all of that, of course, takes more energy, right? Less energy is expended walking down just a very clear path than having to climb trees, right? Or walk around rocks or climb over rocks. And definitely, right, it's less energy than when you're cutting down the trees that you have to climb over or throwing the rocks that you have to walk around, right? So what are these thoughts, what are these perspectives that you're having that are basically those things, that are making things harder? What are the obstacles that you are creating on your own, right? What are you putting in your clear path that's causing you to expend more energy to navigate around them? when you could truly have a clear path. So these thoughts are things like, no one is spending money right now, or no one's spending money right now because no one is making money right now, or people's priorities are elsewhere, they're not here, there are more important things than business as a whole right now, or so many people are struggling, it's just not the right time to sell, it's the wrong time to sell, or people are gonna think poorly of me if I keep selling, if I keep talking about my business, or it's just not the right time. None of this is the right time. I need to wait, right? I mean, do any of those thoughts, there are more, but do any of those thoughts at all sound familiar to you? And what I want to ask you is honestly to look at those thoughts and I want you to ask yourself, where is the truth in that? Where is the truth in that? It's like, um, I think I shared it before when I was a dating coach. Clients would come to me and say, there are no good guys out there. And I'm like, oh, okay, really? None? Absolutely not one. Like zero. We eliminated them somehow. We hit the delete button. <laughs> All the good guys just vanished. And they're like, well, no, Rita, of course there's some out there, right? It's the same thing here. It's like, where's the truth in that? It, there isn't truth. No one is spending money. No, people are spending money. Is everyone spending money? No, there's also no truth in that, right? Like, but people are spending money. People are making money. People's priorities are all kinds of places, wherever they choose to be. And it could be exactly on what you're doing. And people can decide what's important for them, is what I want to say, right? People are deciding what they want to think, what they want to do, how they want to spend their time, how they want to spend their money, right? So speaking in generalities, right, is hurting you and automatically assuming, and I said this two episodes ago, right, that in times of uncertainty, especially entrepreneurs, are quick to think all of this has a negative impact in my business. Oh my goodness, there's all of this stuff churning out there and that automatically means a negative impact for my business. And so all of these thoughts are just confirming that right? And instead, you need to rewrite that. <laughs> you need to see, wait a minute, none of this means an automatic negative impact on my business. And also, none of this is really true. And I can write the thoughts, right, that will lead to the results that I want. And so this is what I mean 
by you are creating these obstacles that are taking energy to create. And then now you're having to try to navigate over them, which is making it feel more overwhelming, right? Because if you were just focused on, oh, I have a service and I solve a problem and I need to communicate it, right? That's one thing. But now you're like, oh, I have a service and it solves a problem and I need to communicate it, but no one's listening and no one's paying money. And like, I don't know if people are going to think good of me. And I like, see what you just did? You just added so much more that's unnecessary because none of it is really true. So let's get back to what it means to run a business, right? Those foundations that I talked about. People have problems. A business solves a problem. They communicate that they have a solution to a problem. They nurture relationships, right? All of that. So those things haven't changed. And what that means, right, do you, do you notice what's not a piece of a business foundation? It's other people's money situation. That's not a part of the foundation of what makes a business. Other people's money situation is actually none of your business, right? Like what, what's going on in other people's finances, that's none of your business. How people choose to spend their money, that's none of your business, your business is creating solutions to problems and offering those solutions, leading from a place of service, not sales, and then allowing space for people to make their own decisions, which means, you know, like trusting them, <laughs> trusting that they're adults, trusting that the people who are able to and want the solution that you're offering will take advantage of it, and that people who either can't or don't want it, right, they're not going to. But it, it means not making that decision for them because your job as a business owner isn't to get the sale and it isn't to just like make decisions for people. <laughs> your job is to solve a problem and communicate that and create relationships with people who need that communicated to them. And the rest isn't really your business. The rest happens as a result of that. Like my last guest, Mike, who uh, was on uh, the last episode, Mike and Eno, who talked about the differences that are happening or the, the impacts that the speaking industry will have as a result of all of this. It was a great episode. But like immediately after that, he offered a program and I bought it, <laughs> right? Like I spent money, right? It, because it's a solution to a problem that I am having right now, or not a problem, but it's a result that I want to have right now. And this is the right time for me. And I spent money. He did not make the decision for me, right? He wasn't like, oh, nobody's going to buy this, so I'm not going to offer it. He just offered it. And he, in fact, he even communicated that. He said, you know, I was not going to offer this, but like, then I'm making a decision for people. And instead, that's not, that's not my job as a business owner. Like, my job is to put out solutions to problems. And if nobody buys it, then nobody buys it, right? But that's not my job. That's their job. So the first way to eliminate all of this overwhelm that you're creating, that's creating the burnout, is to remove those unnecessary mindset obstacles so that you save your energy and you just move forward with ease. Because once you believe that people are spending money and once you believe that people are buying things that are important to them and once you believe that there is an abundance and once you believe, right, that people are looking for solutions to problems and that you have a solution for all of that, right, everything else becomes easier. Now, the next way to eliminate overwhelm is with a routine. And I know people struggle with this all the time. People, hate, I mean, my clients fight me on this all the time. In fact, right now, I'm in the middle, well, not in the middle, but I'm running uh, 
the round of my mastermind group called the Six Figure CEO Mastermind. And we're talking a lot right now around schedules and routine and time. And oh, man, I asked them to track their time. And I mean, that was the last thing they wanted to do. Right? Nobody like, I mean, I used to be a lawyer, right? So I can tell you, I hate tracking time. I also hate scheduling every little thing, or at least I did. Now I love it, right? So I know that this is going to create resistance in people, but I will say that a routine and a schedule is what allows you to create certainty. That's what we're trying to do here, right? Like by deciding what thoughts you're going to have, you're creating certainty. It's no longer will they spend money or won't they spend money, right? You're creating certainty by saying, yes, people will spend money, right? It's are people making money? Are they not? You're creating certainty. Right now, you can create certainty any other way. Nobody's spending money. And again, we're here to build a profitable business, right? So like you're creating certainty by the thoughts that you have. And you also can create certainty by having a schedule, by knowing what you are choosing to do, what your priorities are, and when you're going to do it. Now, this doesn't mean that every day needs to look the same. And honestly, we don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day or the next day, right? So yes, like we can plan, but we also have to be able to be flexible in that plan. And maybe our plan right now means that our days just can't all look the same. But while they might not look the same, you do need to know how every day is going to look. So that phrase, right, the more scheduled you are, the freer you feel is true. The more scheduled you are, the freer you feel. But here's why it works, right? It's because once you have everything scheduled and accounted for, your brain relaxes. It's like, oh, cool. Like everything is right there and accounted for. So I don't need to worry about it, right? I've got a time. I've got a date for that task and for that thing. And it's on my calendar. It's why I don't have a to-do list, right? I have a to-schedule list, but then I schedule it. So then I know, oh, well, every task that I need to do, it's scheduled for a date and a time certain. So I can let go of worry about that, about when I'm going to do it. Will it get done, right? Looking at this forever, never-ending to-do list, right? Instead, my brain's like, oh, cool. Like, we know exactly what we need to do, and we've got it all allocated for. So it can relax knowing we have taken time for everything that we want to take time for. It really does create a physical relaxation in you. Now, that overwhelm, that overwhelm that comes from too much yes, is really when our day is not scheduled, right? So not only are we saying yes to all the things and all the opportunities, but and we haven't said no to anything, but we also don't know when we're going to do it, right? So we're just looking, we, we have this idea of, I could do all of these things, and then you sit down, and you've got this unscheduled, unstructured day, and that's where all the confusion comes in about, well, what should I do and when should I do it? And I have no idea and I need to decide. But deciding in the moment is really another source of overwhelm. So the first thing that I have my clients do, because one of the things that they always want to work with me on when they start working with me is their schedule. And so I have them create time blocks. Now, they might have theme days eventually or time, and this is a whole thing. If this is something that you struggle with right now or ever or whatever, like, let me know. Email me and let me know. But I do work with them on time blocks. In fact, I just did this with a brand new client. So this is, again, an example that people are spending money right now. I had a client sign on with me about two weeks ago. She signed on with me because she wants to start her, well, she started her business, but she hasn't really gone in on it. And she's like, this is when 
I want to go in on it. In fact, it's more important than ever before that I'm there to solve problems, and it's more important than ever before that I create this as my security, right, and my future. And so I want to go all in on this now. And she did. And, and not only that, she paid in full, right, because that's how committed she is to it right now. And so, again, I just say that as an example. People are spending money to prioritize the things that are important to them. But that's not why I'm talking about this. So, the first thing she wanted to do was her schedule because she's like, Rita, I feel so much overwhelmed because I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing with my day or my time. Um, I don't know when I'm doing anything, but also when I sit down for my business, I don't know what the most important things are for me to do, right? So the first thing I had her do was create time blocks of all of the things that she has to do in a day. So, you know, homeschooling or, or whatever. I had her create her, her time blocks. And from that, she was able to see how much time she actually has right now in the current situation to dedicate to her business. Now, in the future, she's going to have a lot more. Right. Like in the future, when things change, she's probably, I mean, probably going to have more. And if she wants to take advantage of more time to build her business, then absolutely she can. Right. But the reality is right now she has about 20 hours a week to build what she wants to be a full-time business and a full-time income. But knowing that helps her make important decisions around things in her business, around the goals and around her pricing and around her offerings and the kinds of clients she can serve and all of this stuff. Right. So what are these blocks, right? These blocks that I have people kind of carve out, and you can start playing around with these and seeing too, are, uh, and I'm not talking about the individual ca tasks, I'm talking about categories, includes things like your morning routine, which doesn't have to be long, but a morning routine, an evening routine, taking lunch, that's important, taking your lunch, client work. If you have clients now, right, you probably have client work scheduled or set or that you need to set. And so client work, right? In fact, I'm, I'm actually going to give you the order that I think you should schedule these time blocks on your calendar. Number one, because the client work is probably scheduled already. You have sessions scheduled or appointments or meetings or whatever you need to. Schedule your client, your actual current client work first on your schedule. Then I want you to schedule any homeschooling obligations that you might have right now or the time for schooling and educating your children, however that looks based on how they're doing that. Then I want you to put in a time block for your morning routine. Again, it doesn't have to be long, but this is things like mindset work or journaling or you know, going for a walk or shower, any of that. And then your PM routine, which is important, right? Getting ready for bed, things like that. And a lunch. I want you to put that on your calendar. Then I want you to carve out personal and family time that you'd like to have. Because remember, your business is supposed to support your life. So if, you, if there are certain, you know, times that you want to not be working at night or on the weekend or whatever, I want you to carve that out. Then I want you to carve out business building right? Growing your business. And I want you, you know, if you're serious about that and you're full-time and you really want to be growing your business, it should be about three hours a day, right? But what we're doing now is saying, well, how much time with my current situation, right? Because I would have you schedule this in a completely different order if we weren't in COVID-19 world, right? So I want you to look and I want you to say, okay, <laughs> after I schedule all those things, Rita, here are the number of hours I have to actually growing my business, right? And then in those times, you need to create some blocks for some admin and some coaching and training, right, in your industry or for your business or whatever, right, wherever you're going for that. So then what is the reality of how much time you really have to grow your business right now, right? We can create any result that we want with that time. We can absolutely create any result that you want with that time. But what it does is it allows you, right, to see what your decisions really need to be to reach your goals based on the time that you have. Now, Again, it may be your days get changed day to day, but having these time blocks allows you 
to just shift the time blocks, right? Like one thing when you have these time blocks is I can't delete a time block. So if something happens, I have to move it. I had to switch something or shift it or add it to a different time or take away from this time to add this time here. But like it has to be intentional. If you're removing something, if you're deleting something, what this makes you do is be intentional about it instead of just going, oh my gosh, my day got away from me and with the kids and with the spouse and with like having to go to the grocery store and watching the news and all of this stuff. I just didn't get around to X, Y, and Z. No, instead it's like, oh, instead right now I'm supposed to be doing business building, but my child needs me because something came up at school. And so I am moving my business building block because I'm not allowed to delete that. Remember, we don't have a choice to delete that. So I have to move it. So I'll move it into my personal time. So I'm making a choice to delete some personal time later. Does that make sense? What doing all of this does, right? It also allows you to see, well, right? I had a client once say, Rita, the reality right now is I have about 10 hours to actually spend personally on my business. But my goals are bigger than 10 hours. Like what needs to get done to reach these goals are bigger than 10 hours. And so we knew we had to build her a team. We had to find people right now that she could delegate things to. And we had to be creative about how we did that, right? But all of this, what it allows you to do once you see the reality is to then provide for consistency. It allows you to be consistent in what you're doing in your business, which I know right now can feel impossible. <laughs> it can feel impossible when life is changing day to day. So again, this is where you may be tempted to go, well, if I can't be consistent and consistency is important, then maybe right now I should just not do anything, right? Because it's better to not show up, right? Than show up inconsistently. And I just, again, I'm not co-signing on that, right? I'm seeing it a lot though. I'm seeing this a lot online. Uh, I'm seeing the justifications for the lack of consistency online. So I'm seeing the inconsistency, but then I'm seeing the justifications for it. So I'm seeing people come on Facebook Lives or, you know, in their posts or whatever saying, hey, like, I know that I said that I would be here on Tuesday to do this video with you, but then something came up in my day and I wasn't able to do it because there was a change. And so I'm here now, right? Or people just saying, hey, I'm going to be here tomorrow with X, Y, and Z. And then they're not there tomorrow with X, Y, and Z, right? Or they're just like, they're kind of visible, but then they disappear for a couple of days. And then maybe you see a post again, but then you're not really quite sure when they're going to post again, right? I said it earlier, and I really want to reinforce it. What you do now isn't necessarily felt right now. Because people are like, well, I can be inconsistent because other people are inconsistent, right? I cannot show up consistently because other people's attention isn't here consistently right now because of what's going on in their world. That's the idea, right? It's like, well, it won't be noticed, right? Or it's not going to impact me right now. But what you do right now is not necessarily felt right now. But it's absolutely felt two to three months from now, right? I mean, think about the way business works. Think about the way anything that grows works, right? Is the relationships that you started creating 90 days ago, those are blooming now, right? Pretend it's a business, right? It, I mean, a, a garden, right? They're blooming now, right? The trust that you started building 90 days ago, it's coming to fruition now, the marketing that you started, the marketing plan that you started 90 days ago, right? It's coming to like, not light, that's not what I want to say, but it's coming to the results, right? You're getting the results now, right? That, that's just the way that life works. People become aware, the, the customer journey, right? The customer journey cycle, people become aware 
that your business exists, then they have to consider you. And the consideration phase is like, do they know who you are? Do they like who you are? Do they trust? Do they trust you? Do they trust that you're a credible expert? Do they trust that you're an authority? So that they feel comfortable purchasing from you. Now, that consideration cycle can take a short amount of time or a long amount of time, depending on how they become aware of you, right? That's a completely different topic. That's something that I work with my clients on. But it really is like a garden, right? Or it's like working out. Your workout today won't necessarily be reflected today. Now, you might feel better. You might have more energy, right? But it's 90 days later that you're going to see the results from a workout routine. But you're only going to see those results if you're consistent in it, right? If you're inconsistent, you're going to find inconsistent results in your in your health, right? When you get to the end of that 90 days. So how consistent do you want your money to be, right? Because how consistent you want your money to be, this is one of my favorite quotes, how consistent you want your money to be is how consistent you need to be right now because your money is only as consistent as you are. And that's what we're looking at as a business owner, right? Is the money coming in, the profit. That's what gives your business the life to continue. So the money coming in and the work coming into your business is only going to be as consistent as you are in what you're putting out, right? But it's felt 90 days later, right? It's not felt today. So if you aren't being consistent now, if you aren't being visible now, or if you're not doing all of this, then you're going to feel it 90 days later. So you have to think, well, what do I want 90 days, right? I mean, we're at the beginning of April. So we'll say April, May, June, right? So July. Most people are like, well, no, I really want to be making money in July. I really want to have clients in July. Like by then, right? I really do want that. Well, to have that then, you have to be working on that now. Because if you're not working on it now, what will happen is July will come and you're like, well, I don't have anything coming in. (laughs) I don't have anything I need to have the clients and to have the money. And you're going to have to start then, but that won't be felt for 90 days, right? So you're just pushing it back more and you're going to feel scarcity and you're going to feel frustrated and you're going to feel confused. So consistency is important, but how? How can you be consistent, especially when that feels like a struggle right now? So just know that consistency doesn't mean every minute of every day. It's not that you have to be doing it all of the time, but you need to be doing something, whatever that something is, and we're going to talk about that here in a minute, most of the time, right? And time blocks help you do that. Time blocks help you be consistent with certain kinds of tasks, certain kinds of categories, certain kinds of things. So then the next thing is, well, what's in the time block, right? Especially if you only have limited time for your business building right now in light of everything else that's going on. So it's really knowing, and I'm talking about business, not all the other personal time blocks of your life. I'm talking about business right now. It's knowing what the most important thing or things are to do in that time block. What is going to move the needle forward the biggest in the least amount of time? Which allows you then to get results while still living your life, right? Because again, efficiency And being successful in business isn't about working eight to 10 hours a day. I mean, again, we have all had jobs or days where we have kind of, quote unquote, worked eight to 10 hours, got absolutely nothing done, right? Like we really look and go, what did I do all day long? I don't think I did anything, right? So it's not about the amount of time you work. It's about what you're doing in the hours that you work. So right now, I mean, all the time, but now more than ever before, it's about moving the needle forward in the biggest way, in the time that you have. To work on your business. So this means you have to make some decisions. <laughs> you have to make some decisions about what you're going to say no to. Remember, overwhelm comes from too much yes, but that too much yes is created by not saying no, right? Is that Does that work by not saying no? Um, so you have to make decisions about what you will do or what you won't do around what non-negotiables are in your business. But you have to decide them outside of the moment. You can't just make the decision right then. I've given this example 
before, I'm, I'm going to share an example of what that means. But before I do, I want you to say that exhaustion, right, that overwhelm is coming from not making decisions. I mean, you've heard of decision fatigue, right? It's a real thing, right? So like, if you don't decide before what you're going to wear, you're expending more energy in the moment to actually decide what you're going to wear, right? Or what you're going to cook, you're actually taking more time if you didn't decide before what your meal is going to be for the night. Just every decision that we make depletes our energy that day, which is why even when people say, well, I'm a nighttime person, you actually still are more efficient in the morning because you haven't made decisions yet to deplete your energy. You're, it's not that you necessarily feel like you have the most energy in the morning. It's that you're going to make better decisions in the morning than you will at night. So even if you're a night owl with more energy, you're still going to make better decisions in the morning because you have not yet depleted your energy from all of the decisions that you make through the day. So you're able, right, when you pre-decide things to, to decide what's in the best interest of your business versus personal decisions, right? Decisions about your business that are being made because you're tired or because you fought with your husband that day or because you had a bad interaction with a client or because you're too tired to enforce a boundary or because you're scared or because you feel like no money is going to come in, right? All of those personal feelings and emotions and situations that happen, if we're making business decisions in those moments, we're making them from that place, right? Instead, we need to have these things pre-decided so that when the decision needs to be made, we already know what the decision is going to be. So I, I talked about this when I talked about my sales process. I did a Facebook Live. You can find it in my free Facebook community, The All-In Entrepreneur. But I talked about kind of like creating boundaries, in my sales process, why I'm able, I think that video was called like converting, how to convert more calls, right? How to convert more calls into clients. And it's because I've made decisions about what I will or won't do in my sales process. For example, I have a rule right here, like decisions mean rules to me kind of, right? So in my Facebook group, which I love, I don't answer questions about an individual business thing for people. <laughs> Meaning if somebody's like, hey, Rita, for my business, do you think that it's good for me to XYZ? Or hey, I do this. Do you think that this is the right thing for me to write? My, my decision is I don't answer individual specific questions like that in my Facebook group because I don't think it serves people. I don't think I have all the information I need, right? You can go back and listen to that video to know why. But the, the, the gist is I don't do that. What I do in my Facebook group is put a lot of free content, free information, free trainings, free videos on a variety of topics, right? Um, and I answer general questions, but I don't answer specific individual questions. For that, you have to get on the phone with me. You have to have a call with me. So that's my first decision. So when I'm sitting there, I'm not like, oh, do I answer this question now? Do I not? If it's an individual specific question, I know right away that I say, I would love to talk to you about that, but I need you to get on the phone with me so I can really talk to you about it. Here's a link right? I don't have to expend the energy wondering, do I answer it or not? But then on the phone, right, I also know once people are on a call with me, I know what my rules are around my clarity calls. It's not a coaching call. It's a call to help people get clear around what they're struggling with, what the result is that they want, what resources and support may help them get there, you know, where their focus needs to be to reach it. But it's not coaching them on those things. It's a clarity call to help people get clear about what they need. So I know on the phone, I'm not going to spend time coaching around an issue. If they start bringing up something, I know very clearly to say, hey, this isn't exactly what I do on this call, right? Like this is to help you get clear, but I'm more than happy to help you with that if you become a client because I only coach for my clients, 
right? And then with clients, I even know I honor my boundaries. I know how long their sessions are. I know how they need to communicate with me, and I hold firm to those boundaries. So when you make decisions and you know, then it's really easy to enforce, right? It's easy to enforce things. But if you're making those decisions in the moment, it's going to be harder, right, to actually do what's in the best interest of your business. Or it's going to be harder if you haven't really made the decisions to like enforce what you may want to be to force, enforcing, right? Does that make sense? So you need to decide a couple of things. So you need to decide what your mindset is. We talked about that. What thoughts am I going to have about my business and business as a whole right now? I need to decide what my priority goal is right now. Not three, not four, not two. The definition of priority is there can be only one, right? So what is my main priority right now? How much time am I working on my business? I need to know that. I need to decide it's 10 hours or 20 hours or whatever it is for you, right? I shared in an earlier podcast episode, the one um, with Esther Boykin and the one that came after that, I don't remember the episode numbers, but about how I made a decision that I only want to work a maximum of 30 hours a week. Um, And I'm kind of getting down to 25, but I only want to work a maximum of 30 hours a week. Well, the only way I was ever going to be able to work only 30 hours a week was just by starting to work 30 hours a week and make everything that I do fit into that, whether that's dropping things, delegating things, making different decisions, right? So I had to make the decision first. I decide that I only work 30 hours a week. And then I have to make everything fit that, right? So you need to decide how much time am I working on my business so that we can make the other decisions, right, around that to to reach your priority goal in the amount of time, right? But you have to make those decisions first for us to know, right, to be able to fit that strategy together to make it all happen. So this is where it ties into strategy, right? A strategy isn't good if you haven't made some of these decisions ahead of time, if you don't have the right mindset, if you don't have a very clear understanding of the priority goal. If you don't have an understanding, I'm going to actually tell you what you need to decide. So um, I told you that I'd help you. This is going to be a little bit of a longer episode if you guys can't tell. Um, I told you that I'm going to help you identify the most important thing for your business right now. So here we're getting to the strategy part, right? The part that I just said I'll share with you. This is where you go all in, okay? By making those decisions that I'm just talking about, you say yes to only a few things and you're saying no to everything else. And when you do this, it helps you know clearly what to do in those time blocks and it allows you to focus on the biggest actions to move your business forward in the time that you have. So what is it? What is it that you need to to know and decide to have the strategy and what should your strategy be? Um, I hope you have a pen. I hope you have a paper. I hope you have something to hit the repeat button over and over. So I'm just going to tell you. Okay, number one, you need to decide what problem you're solving. You may be able to solve a million problems. And maybe in your business right now, you have the ability to solve multiple problems, and that's cool. So we'll put problems. But also, we're talking about right now in our current situation and everything that's going on that people are feeling too overwhelmed, right, to even do anything in their business. So let's focus on the most important problem that you want to solve. So what problem are you solving and who are you solving it for, right? Or you can decide who do I want to work with and what's the biggest problem that they're having. But either way, you need to know what problem am I solving, which means you have to know who, My who, who am I solving it for, and what challenges are they having? But I mean, what challenges are they having right now that are in their face right now, right? For example, my audience as a whole has a lot of different problems. And the the problems that I was solving pre-COVID-19 were the same 
kind of. But right now, the biggest problem is for the majority of my audience is I've never really used online tools to build my business. And I don't know how to transition right now my offline business to online. And now that we're going to be doing this through at least June, I really need to figure out how, right? That's that's the biggest problem. So what is the problem that's in their face right now, right? And it may be the same problem that was in their face before, but they're thinking about it in a different way. So you have to get clear about that. Then you have to know, well, where are they? The audience that I've just identified, where are they hanging out? And we're talking about online right now, right? Because that's the reality of the situation. Everything is virtual. So where are they online? Are they on Facebook? Are they on LinkedIn? Are they in a LinkedIn group? Are they on YouTube? Are they, like, where are they? So you can be in the middle of them, right? You need to know that. And then what is the main thing that I'm offering them? The main solution to their problem. When you know what the main problem is, right? You might go, Rita, there are a lot of different solutions. I mean, I can work with them for a day. I can work with them for three months. I can work with them for six months. They could buy this product or that product. Cool. The reality is, yes, that's probably true. But what is the thing that's going to really help them get from A to Z, right? Like for me, I know that what helps my clients get from A to Z in the biggest, most real way, that comprehensive support is six months private coaching, right? Or more, but a minimum of six months private. It's the private coaching. Now I have a 90 minute intensive. I have a mastermind group, right? And I do offer those things, but I know that what's going to help my audience actually get from A to Z in the most comprehensive way is going to be private coaching. So I know private coaching is my main offering. It's the main solution that I am providing, right? So what is your main solution that really helps your audience get from A to Z when it comes to that main problem, right, that they're having. So it allows you to focus in on your offering and what you're offering. And then you can create kind of a step down and and other things around it like I have with my mastermind and 90-minute intensive. But what is your main offering, right, based on what is the main challenge that they're having, based on who is the main person that you're talking to, right? And then where are they hanging out? So then, right now that you know all of this, now you need to answer one more question, which is what stage of business is my business in? And this is like a Rita philosophy. This is not like a philosophy you'll find other places. But are you in a business building phase of business or are you in a marketing phase of business? So how do you know? Business, and there was a past episode on this. It was called Everything I Didn't Do to reach 20K months. So it goes into extreme detail in this. I mean, extreme. So you probably want to go back and listen to this. But basically, business building means you're not yet at the money that you want to be generating every month, right? You haven't kept it consistent. You're not making the money you want at all, or you are, but it's not consistent. And marketing is, oh, no, I'm at the monthly income I want, and it's been consistent for six months or more. Okay, so are you in the business building phase? Or are you in the marketing phase? And that becomes important when we start looking at that customer journey cycle that we were talking about, right? So that customer journey cycle, here's what that looks like. People become aware of you, and then they consider you, and then they purchase from you. That's the first part of it, right? Well, it matters knowing if you're in the business building phase or the marketing phase because what you do to build awareness should be different based on the phase that you're in. And again, go back and listen to the um, episode I referenced to understand why and really know, because we don't just don't have time to go into that today. But business building, right, to generate awareness, that would come from networking. It would come from speaking or vendor tables. Now, vendor tables right now aren't really happening, right? And networking is happening online, 
But traditionally, it means all networking, online or offline, and all speaking. So speaking to groups, organizations, associations, right, being a guest expert in a group, being interviewed live, doing your own Facebook live, doing your own masterclass live, your own training live, not pre-recorded stuff, right? I mean live. So speaking live and doing all of this other stuff live, right? That is business building. Okay, that's that those are your choices for how you should build awareness if you're in the business building phase. Networking right now online, speaking online, but in all of those ways, right? That's your choice right now. For marketing, if you're in the marketing phase, then your choices are a little more diverse in how you build awareness. It could be through your website and good SEO, it could be through a blog, it could be through a podcast, right, or articles that you write. So You need to know, though, what's the number one way that I'm building awareness? Because that's what you need to focus on. One way, not all the ways. Remember, we have limited time and we want to be as efficient with it and we want to take big needle moving actions, right? So pick one way to build awareness based off of the stage of business that you're in. But after people become aware of you, right, they need to consider you. That's the second phase. That means they need to learn that they like you, that they know who you are, that they trust you, that they see you, that you are credible, that you are an authority, right, in what you do. And that, again, that happens, right, in a variety of ways, but you need to pick one way. And I like to think of it as a bucket. So like after everybody becomes aware of my business and of me, I'm putting them in a bucket. (laughs) And in that bucket, I am pouring all of this content that allows them to know who I am and like me, hopefully, and trust me and uh, know I'm an authority and I'm credible, right? So those are things like personal stuff and educational stuff and case studies and client testimonials and trainings and free trainings and all of this stuff. I'm pouring it all into this bucket. My bucket is my Facebook group, The All-In Entrepreneur. That's where I nurture relationships. So after anybody becomes aware of me, it's very easy for me. I don't need to direct them to a million different places. Although, yes, I'm on Instagram. I have a Facebook page. I'm on Twitter, right? All of these things. I know because I've made this decision about how I nurture relationships So my number one way to build awareness is speaking. And so I now know I need to go all in on when I'm in the business building phase, right? I need to go all in on speaking. Now, right now, I'm not speaking. And I'm also almost at capacity. I only have one client spot open. So it's actually this podcast, right? Because I'm in the marketing phase right now. So this podcast is the way that I'm building awareness. But let's go back to business building because I know that that's where most of you are. So when I was in business building, the number one way that I was building my business was speaking. And after people become aware of me through speaking or any other way, I tell them to join my Facebook group. Because from my Facebook group, I can get them to join my newsletter. I can get them to follow me on Instagram. I can get them other places, right? So it really focuses where am I putting people, which becomes important because the bucket that you pick, right, to do this for the consideration phase, to nurture the relationships of the people who are becoming aware of you, you create all your content for that bucket based on how that bucket works, right? Then you can just repurpose that content other places. So what you're not doing is creating content for a bunch of different places, right? So again, if you're in the business building, well, actually almost in any phase, where are the buckets, right? Where are the buckets that are allowing you to nurture relationships? your newsletter, a Facebook group, like I run a Facebook group, a social media page. So it could be your Facebook business page or a LinkedIn page or your YouTube channel, um, a blog that you write, a podcast that you have. And again, remember, your stage of business becomes important. Really, if you're in a business building stage, it needs to be like your newsletter or like a Facebook group or a LinkedIn group or a social media page, something like that, right? But where you have a lot of interaction, a lot of personal interaction with people. But 
right? Like when you're at the end of the day in this section, I, I in your awareness section, I really do hold firm to pick from the stage of business you're in. But here for nurturing relationships, pick what feels good to you. Remember, this is like how to build your business efficiently, but in a way that feels good because when it feels good, you do it. And when you do it, you can be consistent with it, right? So whether it's a newsletter, your Facebook group, social media page, blog, podcast, whatever. Now, yes, again, if you don't know, we can get on the phone and talk about it, but there will be a way to have bigger results based on your stage of business. But for now, pick something that feels good so you can be, you know, consistent with it. But then you create your content and the content has to be all that different type of content that allows no like and trust, right, in you. So then, right, when you know this, again, you see how easy it is to create that content and you're only putting it in that space, right? And you can repurpose it for other people. So this is like a great way to go, oh, wow, I just said no to a lot of different things. Because if it's not my one way to build awareness, I'm saying no to that for now. And if it's not my number one way to nurture relationships, I'm saying no to that right now. I don't have to do it. If I do it, I'm going to repurpose, right? So again, if you're in business building, the most effective ways, networking, speaking, right? But there's something coming. So I know we're like already like at the end of our time together, right? There's something coming over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to have a free challenge. There's a lot of stuff that's going to help you pick and really create this all-in strategy for you. But the, the big thing to take away right now today is that by picking one, one way to build awareness, one way to nurture the relationships of people who are becoming aware of you, right? One solution that you're offering to solve one problem to one type of person allows you to go deep instead of wide. And your results are equal to that. So if you just do a lot of different things a little bit, you're going to get a lot of little results. But if you go really deep on something, you're going to get really big results. And you're able then to take actions that move the needle forward in a more efficient way, in a way that produces those deep results with less, quote unquote, time expended, right? Which will allow you to spend time right now on all of these other things that need your attention. So will this be your strategy forever? No. Strategies ebb and flow as situations ebb and flow. But this is where being a CEO and really being able to look at the now and the long-term vision becomes really important. And having rules around how you operate and boundaries and able, you know, ability to enforce them, all of that, everything we've talked about and the right mindsets to make it all happen become really important. So you need to decide what your thoughts are going to be right now. Well, first you have to decide is your business a priority? That's your first decision, right? And I'm assuming it is because you're here, right? (laughs) Then it's like, what's my mindset that I need to have around all of those things, right? How do I clear the obstacles that I've put in my path through my mind, through my thoughts? Then I need to decide, right, about my schedule. What am I doing in any given day in terms of like time blocking, right? So I know that and I can schedule it and I can make decisions accordingly and set boundaries and enforce them. And then, right, what like decisions am I making around what I'm doing in my business? And what does that mean for my strategy, for the things that I'm picking? What decisions am I making around building awareness and nurturing relationships and my offer, all of that stuff, right? Those are the decisions that you need to make. Those allow you to create certainty for your business, even in an uncertain time. Those allow you to focus on foundations of business building, which never change. You're still focused on the most important thing, solving a problem, 
right? Communicating a solution and building relationships that never changes. And it allows you to build your business in a way that supports your life. Since, since, right, the way that we're scheduling it is your life first and then the open time for the business building and then making business building decisions around the time that you have instead of just scheduling your day with your business and trying to shove your life in all around it, right? Which is why you're able to build your business in a way that supports your life and in a way that feels good because you're picking the best strategy for your life, for your time, and for you right now. And so when you do this, when you build your business around this, when you make these decisions, right, you're going to see that you're going to take more action, take it consistently, and be able to show up for everything that's going on in your life. Because remember, you want a profitable business. You want a profitable business, but you are not your business. (laughs) You aren't your business. To be profitable Your business needs things, and they may not be the things that you as a person wants right now, but your business is not you. You are the CEO of a business, and you have to look at big picture strategy. You have to look at actions now, yes, but the ripple effect of when those actions create results, when they're going to be felt. And you have to ask, what support do I put in place to be able to navigate this? right, which is really having a mentor becomes super important. And I really believe that right now having personalized information and personalized support is going to be what allows you to make these decisions, have them down, have them in a strategy, and move them forward. So if you know that your business is more important now than ever, that creating security, financial security from your business is more important now than ever, serving people, really helping people is important more now than ever, right? And you know that, and you know that in two to three months, you're also going to need all of this, right? Then you need to schedule a call with me. I really would love for you to schedule a call with me and we can just get really clear on what this all looks like in your business and discover the support that you need to make it happen. I really do only have one private coaching spot left. And after this coaching spot is filled, I am fully booked until August. So my next spot doesn't open up until August, right? But we're talking about now and navigating the situation now and doing the things now to allow you to feel results, yes, now, but also 90 days from now, right? Because what you do today is what's going to show up 90 days from now. So I would love to help you really maximize your business and maximize your time by creating your all-in strategy, by helping you identify the mindset, by helping you make those decisions, create those containers, create those boundaries, really know your all-in strategy, and then what you do. Because what you do to be efficient at networking, what you do to be efficient at speaking, I can't talk about that today, right? In running a Facebook group or having a newsletter or doing a podcast or whatever you choose, right? Like that's very different. And I can help you with that, right? But let's get really clear on what it all is first. So you will find in the show notes a link to get on the phone with me. Like, take advantage of that. Get on the phone with me. Let's talk about your business. Let's make it profitable while you're still navigating everything that's happening right now. And I will talk to you next week on another episode of the Read and Made Me Do It show. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It show. And my goal is to share this business boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. 
So if you want to get laser focused and go all in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to readamamedoit.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.